podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast, Lewis. (laughs) It's another podcast. It's a first game of the season victory against the hated, hated New England Patriots podcast. That's what it is. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I mean, that was fun yesterday. Uh, a little frustrating at times, but uh, it worked out the way we wanted it to work out in the end. The detested, Mike, detested New England Patriots. Oh, I detest the Jets. Well, that's a whole other story on a whole other week. We're talking. And I think I detest the Bills just because I don't Patriots. like Josh Allen. Well, they lost yesterday, too, so it was a good opening week. They the Jets lost, lost. Yes. The Bills lost. The Patriots lost. The Dolphins won. Wouldn't it be great if that could happen one more week? <laughs> All right, let's get. We'll get into that. Let's talk about this week because you're, right. getting, you're getting ahead of us a couple times here right off the bat. Right? I'm sorry. It's I'm just excited. You know, I want to. I want to get the next week and kick some Buffalo ass. Yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So um, yeah, big win yesterday. You go up to New England, a one point victory. You know, it's a win. You know, you got a W, you know, you, you got to get, you got to win games in all different ways, right? You know, if, if you look at this game, Mike, and you look at our schedule and week to week, you know, this is the way it's going to be. I mean, if you're thinking any other way, it's not going to happen. It's just not. Explain what you mean by that. Well, I mean, as you look at our group, right, you look at our, you know, our quarterback, you look at our offensive line, you look at our defense, you look at our strengths and weaknesses, uh, this is going to be the formula week in and week out. So if you think that things are going to be any different to, you know, to any great extent, uh, you're fooling yourself right now because this is our team. I mean, exactly what took place yesterday. Um, you know, you could see bigger you know, margins of victory because maybe the defense is, um, you know, the defense comes up with some big plays and, and, and they score on offense. You may be going against a little bit weaker defense and you may be able to put a few more points on the board. But, um, you know, what we saw yesterday is basically what we are. Are you in agreement with that to an extent? Well, yes and no. I'll tell you why I say no. Okay. I say no because uh, Will Fuller wasn't out there. Right. I mean, that's going to help our offense. There's no- I think so. Yes. You know, we, we struggled yesterday on offense. We really did. And I'm hoping that when he comes back uh, this week, we'll be able to be a little bit more uh, consistent through the air. Well, I mean, Mike, listen, you know, Parker and Waddle had, had really good games yesterday. Yes, so, they did. And there's one football. So, you, yes, you bring in another element on the other side of the field that'll open things up. 
Um, and maybe that opens up things for Gusecki because he was non-existent yesterday. I think, right. what do you have, two targets? Yeah, something like that. And no catches. Um, you know, Smythe had one catch for nine yards, and he had two targets. So, I mean, you know, the tight ends were not a part of the game as I expected they would be. Now, you talked about in the preview show the fact that Belichick was going to take Gusecki away. And basically, maybe they did defend him, but um, you know, as far as well, I'm the cons- Dolphins took him away too because he was only out there on thirty something percent of the snaps. Yeah, I mean, I noticed that quite a bit. That they had, they actually had. How many snaps was Hunter Long out there for? Because he seemed to be out there um, at times more than Gasicki was, and I think it had something to do with the fact they were trying to help the offensive line. You know, by bringing in uh, the tight ends, I didn't think Long was a big time blocker, but maybe they wanted him in as a threat in both ways, and maybe he's a better situational player in that aspect. I don't know, but you know, Smite seemed to be out there quite a bit more. I think due to the fact that uh, you know he was helping in protection, and they were trying to get mass protection, and you know, Waddle and Parker had very good games yesterday. So you know. Bringing him back next week, or having him back next week, I should say, is going to be a big plus for our offense. There's no question about it. But, you know, the receivers, I thought, did an exceptional job. I mean, Waddle had a ball that was catchable. The pass could have been a little bit better as well. I mean, he could have put it in his chest. Um, You know, he had to reach for it. Was it a catchable ball? Yes. I think there was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of blame on both ends because he was wide open and that's what you want. You want separation, right? You asked me about long. He was in, sure. he was in the game for 18 plays and 13 of those were runs. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he was in there for, for running situations mm-hmm. and you know, that's a little bit, that's a little bit disturbing, Mike. You know, if you think about it, and disturbing is not the right, probably not the right word, but it's concerning because Gasecki, you know, is his pass blocking really that bad to where you're taking him off the field? The threat of, you know, going play action and throwing the ball down the middle of the field is not there when he's not on the field. And um, if oh, his, his blocking is below average, let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, so. You know, th- that kind of stinks because when he's in the game, you know, you're almost thinking that, well, they're they're going to pass the football, right? I mean, we're kind of telegraphing that to some extent. To so, some extent. Yeah. So it is what it is. But getting back to the receivers and the fact. To illustrate your point, he played 21 plays, 18 of those were passes. There you go. Exactly. So. You know, we're pretty much telegraphing to a team that when Gasicki's on the field, it's a passing situation. And ideally, you want a tight end that is going to be a threat in in both ways, you know, to where... You're not telegraphing what you're doing. You're not telegraphing what you're doing, exactly. If you're you're passing the ball on 90% of the plays that a guy is on the field, then you know, the defense understands that and they're going to be in a position to defend you a little bit better in that, in that way. So, I mean, you know, that, that kind of, you know, I mean, with Gusecki, we see this, you know, we see him just non-existent um, at times and, and it's a frustrating thing. It really is because you need your tight ends involved in every football game as far as I'm concerned. You know, it, it, it can open things up on the outside and, you know, the guys on the outside should be able to open it up for him on the inside. 
and vice versa. Um, so it is what it is. Um, you know, next week's a whole different week and, you know, maybe they implement him into the, you know, into the, um, offensive game plan, whatever that may be. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. Parker and Waddle, even with the absence of Fuller had really solid weeks. I thought, I thought they played extremely well. Parker's just a great football player. Can, I mean, can anybody stop that slant? I don't think they can. And, and Mike, when balls are thrown up, down the field he comes down with the majority i mean he he does he's just a good football player i mean when he's healthy he's a beast and you know i expect big big things out of him again this year and uh he just goes under the radar you know i can't say enough about him gaskin can't say enough about the game he had yesterday uh he looked phenomenal yesterday i really really enjoyed watching him run yes i mean five and a half yards a carry you know, he ran the ball nine times, Mike. He touched the ball nine times yeah. yesterday. And um, and then in the uh, passing game, he caught five more. I uh, mean, he's, he's not Barry Sanders, but he's fun to watch. He's gone above and beyond. You know, he yeah. every every week you see him, you like him more and more and more, and you feel comfortable with him. And, you know, again, maybe that's why the Dolphins didn't address the running game. Yeah, I believe that. You know, you, you got you to gotta love what they're doing, um, you know, in regard to implementing their running backs into the passing game. I want to see more of that, to be honest with you. Yes, I think that it's an – yeah, absolutely. Get these guys on the outside. I mean, with the threat of your receivers down the field and just dumping the ball to these exactly. guys underneath. I mean, exactly. my God, you got room in the flat. Yep. I mean, you're isolating them on linebackers. I mean, you they I can't mean, cover everybody. They can't do it. And Mike, it does not take long to run those plays. I mean, New England did it to us. It seemed like all day yesterday. Uh, the three step drops, and you know, just not really looking down the field. I mean, the majority of their passes were all dink and dunks. It was very similar to what you saw when Brady was there, and it was frustrating yep. at times. Yep. You know, well. <laughs> We did the same thing. I mean, the majority of Tua's passes were uh, one to ten yards. Yes, exactly. And um, you know, it overall, you know, as you look at the game, you know, we can get in the details of the game and stuff. You know, I mean, we kind of got into the individual play yesterday. I thought the defense was getting somewhat frustrated at times because of the fact that they were, you know, they were just thinking and dunking and 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 making plays and and just staying on the field and um you know they had to come right back on the field on three or four different occasions over the course of the game which is very very difficult you know was it the defense getting frustrated or was it frustrated or was it you no i'm sure the defense at time mike you looked at guys looking around at each other like you know come on you know let's go here you know they kept on picking up third downs uh, the kid played an exceptional game yesterday, Jones, for New England. Um, he got pressured quite a bit, and he was standing in there, and he kept making 41% throws. 41% of his dropbacks, he was pressured. Yeah, and, you know, the, the the thing is this, is that under pressure, he was completing balls down the field. Um, I think he only threw 10 incompletions the whole day. And, you know, getting Get it. I mean, basically, almost 50% of the time he was getting pressured and he was still making plays down the field. I think that's what they were getting frustrated about. You saw guys looking around. You saw them, you know, getting first down after first down and putting drives together. But 
I'll tell you what, the two turnovers were just absolutely uh, vital in this football game. I mean, especially that one later in the game where they came up with the fumble recovery. I mean, without that, I don't know if we win the football game. I really don't. That well, was in the, Go ahead. Let's look at some uh, team stats for a second. Okay. We had the ball for 23 minutes to their 36. We had 16 first downs to their 24. We were 4 of 11 on third down conversions. They were 11 of 16. Wow. Total net yards. We had 259. They had 393. (laughs) Rushing, 74 for us, 125 for them. Passing, 185 for us, 268 for them. Uh, We did have fewer penalties. We had 5 for 28 yards, and they had 8 for 84. Touchdowns, we had 2. They had 1. And turnovers, they had 2. We had 1. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's obvious that uh, we lost the stat battle until you go down to red zone efficiency. We were two for two in the red zone, and they were one for four. Right. And that, plus those turnovers, were really the difference in the game. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, the defense, when they had to, when when it was a short, short distance to defend, they were unable to get the ball into the end zone, New England. Our That's defense right. and our defense did this all last year. You know, the concerning thing, Mike, is the fact that they were on the field. I mean, that time of possession is major. Yes, it and, is. And you know, this was against a rookie quarterback, right? And against a whole new squad of guys on offense for that football team. This was not a world beater of a, of an offense, is what I'm getting at. Are they very good? Um I don't know. Are they good? Yes. I would say they're probably right in the middle of the pack. If, you know, when at the end of the season, I think you're going to see them probably being one of the more average offenses. And, um, you know, they were on the field quite a bit. I mean, our defense does what they have to do week in and week out. Um, you know, you'd like to see the pressures turn into sacks, right? Uh, we did get around him, but I don't know if we had a sack yesterday. Uh, we did have one that the referees basically took away from us. Man, did that annoy me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's it's so frustrating. It really is. I mean, you have a big play on defense. Look, I, I understand the rule, but the defender had no option but to do what he did because he was basically being pushed from behind. There has to be a gray area. A gray area. I say this all the time. You have to have a gray area on these penalties. If there's intent, you know, if there's circumstance, you have to separate circumstance from intent. And these referees don't do it. You have to make that judgment call from time to time. If a guy gets blocked into him, there's nothing he can do. You cannot penalize him for that. You can't do it. You can. They did. (laughs) <laughs> well, Mike, listen, when a, when a punter goes back, right? Right. And he punts. Right. And, and he's blocked into the punter, okay? They do not rule it. They do not rule it the same way. Right. They do not. It's now, not roughing punts, the punter. It's not roughing the punter. They have to have a gray area. And it, it's very frustrating to watch football when the referee sees everything unfolding right in front of us in front of them, and he continues to you do something like that. You know, they yeah, have, I think they, they lose the sight of the fact that it's still football. 
Right, exactly. And the the rule was put in, Mike, for, for a different purpose. It was put in to protect quarterbacks from guys intentionally going at their legs. Exactly. And what they've done now is if they – it's the same thing with the slap in the head. I watched Tua get slapped in the head twice yesterday, okay, when a guy was pass rushing. Right, and, right. And the penalty was not called. It was one of the plays where he, like, kind of spun out of the pressure. The guy smacked him directly across the helmet. It was not called. I mean, you know, so there are times and, – and, and I'm glad it wasn't because I don't agree with that crap either. I think it's a bunch of nonsense. You know, if a guy smacks him in the head as he's you know, he puts his arm up to try and bat the pass down, I mean, there's no intent involved in that. It's going to happen. Not, he's right. not trying to, you know, separate him. It goes be, back to what I just said. Not, it's football. From his body. He's not trying to behead him. He's just trying to slap a ball down. So you got to take that into consideration. Now, if a guy goes and headhunts, that's why the rule was put in. So anyway, we got a little sidetracked here, but... The bottom line is is that you know the defense did what they had to do and they did it all last year. They came up with big stops when teams got into the red zone. They came up with big turnovers at key times in the game. I mean that turnover in in um whatever you call it when they were driving and they were close to scoring was was the difference in the game as far as I'm concerned. You're talking about Howard's. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Late in the game. Yep. Absolutely. That was a phenomenal play. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, not only it, did he knock the ball loose, but he got down there and got it. And, uh, you know, you got to give him all the credit in the world. I mean, you know, that's why you pay this guy what you're paying him. Yep. He I finds mean, ways to make plays. Finds ways to make plays. And boy, they, they, they were putting a drive together there on us. Yes, of course. Uh, you know, I mean, that was vital. I mean, that nine yard line. I mean, they're you know unbelievable. I mean, just such a such a big play. Well, I think there was maybe three minutes left, three and a half minutes left in the game. I mean, you know, you're going to put a lot of pressure on Tua if they go in and they score there to get us down the field. And um, you know, in all honesty, Mike, we weren't doing it. I mean, you know, we had we had a, an opening drive where we went ten plays, eighty yards, looked phenomenal, and in the second half, our opening drive basically, uh, you know, was the same situation. You know, when we came out in the third quarter, we had a nine-play, 75-yard drive. And that was it. Yep. End of story. That was our day on offense. That was it. End of story. I mean, basically, you know, we did have a drive before the half where we we kicked a field goal. We got in field goal range, and, um, you know, Sanders kicked uh, close to a 50-yarder. I think it was like 48 yards. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Um, But – you take those two opening drives away and it was a lot of three and out. Yeah. Five. I mean, you know, when you're four of 11 on third down, you know, you're, you're not getting the job done offensively. That, that to me is the bottom line. We were very, very lucky to win that game yesterday. Uh, you know, and I already told you why I thought we did. And that's, you know, that's what I believe, you know, the two turnovers we absolutely had to have. The last one was absolutely critical. Yes. Look, we went on the road. We played a tough team and a tough place to play. Yes. And, and they came out of there with a win. I don't want to lose sight of that. Yes. But I don't think the team is going to be able to get away with that kind of offensive performance consistently and win. Exactly. Um, you know, so you look around, you know, we're talking about the offense. So you look at the offense, right? And you see that, you know, and we knew this going in. We knew that there was going to be – issues 
across the offensive line. Um, Jackson didn't play at all yesterday. So, you know, that's a factor going forward. I mean, maybe, you know, once he comes back, it'll, it'll help us somewhat, right? But they didn't play horribly yesterday, right? No, and I- Eichenberg didn't play horrible. He had about two or three bad plays, and, and that can be corrected. That's his first start. Yes, exactly. At left tackle, mind you. Yes. You know, so I was not unhappy with his performance yesterday. Uh, you know, it, he had one play where he got bull rushed and ran over, but it's obvious on that play that uh, Kinley had stepped on his le- on his right foot. Right, and held him down. <laughs> and if you ain't got your feet, you ain't staying up. I mean, you know, and that's what happened. So I don't blame him for that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'll um, Outside of that, he gave up a pressure, I believe. Uh, right. So it, it wasn't a terrible game at all. No. Um, you know, in and, and the run game, he was mediocre, but uh, we've seen Jackson's uh, run offense, and it isn't always great either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the – okay, so you look, let's talk about two, and let's talk about this, uh, you know, the cast around him right now. You know, Gaskin – is is developing into an extremely good football player. He's playing extremely well. He ran the ball great. He put us in position. You know, when you're averaging five yards a carry, now let's keep in mind, Mike, how far we've come as a running game. I mean, it wasn't that long ago where you had Jordan Howard averaging one yard a carry, right, yep. at the beginning of last year yep. uh, to start the season. So when you have a running back – you're starting running back averaging five and a half yards a carry. That's a positive, right? Waddle had an extremely good football game as far as I'm concerned. He made plays in the offense. Parker had a great game. So you have some surrounding pieces now. So we got to talk about Tua a little bit. You know, Tua looks more poised uh, at times, okay? I'm not going to say on every play at times. Um, It, to me... As you looked at this football game and you look at the two drives, the two long drives, to me they were scripted drives to where he's dropping back, they're telling him where to go with the football, or he's going to his first read and we're being successful. You know, the short slants, um, you know, the balls in the flat to the running backs, those type of plays, uh, the, the inside handoffs to the running backs. That was basically what our drives consisted of. Now, the two balls down the field, Waddle, the two throws down the field that we were successful on, Waddle and Parker made great plays on them. Were they great throws? They were there, right? And that's what you want. You want them there, but were they great throws? Did he hit Waddle in stride down the sideline? No, Waddle had a weight on the ball, come back, made a great adjustment. The same with Parker to an extent. So, you know, as you look at Tua as a whole, you know, reading defense again to me, and you know, I, I want to hear your opinion on this as well. To me, in the middle of the football game, he was having issues once again in regard to going to his second and third reads and and being successful in the process. Because at times I saw him um, have the opportunity to make plays, and we weren't making anything from them, and. They resulted in three and outs um, at least three or four times in the game. In the middle of this game, uh, we had issues in that aspect, and th- and that's a problem, you know, because the defense is right back on the field. So, good. Give me your read on Tua, and and let me know your thoughts. I overall, I thought he had a decent game, but there's still some issues there. Well, there is still some issues there, but uh, first, I want to 
repeat something that I said before. Um, Mac Jones was pressured 41% of the times he dropped back. Okay. Tua was pressured 31% of the times he dropped back. Right. So it wasn't as bad as people perceive it, because the first thing is you think offensive line, but what I'm saying is he was pressured 31% of the time, which in the NFL is probably a given, right? It's going to happen, of course. Right, you right. Know, the other you've, teams- you've, got to, you've got to deal with that. You've got to be able to face that pressure and make you know your reads. And, and if you, you've got an outlet, then you've got to hit them. I mean, it's not too difficult. If you can't throw it, then you got to run it. If you can't throw it properly, then you need to throw it out of bounds. Right. You know, it's basic football, guys. And uh, I, I think we lose sight of that sometimes. You know, we, we're too busy making excuses for people. Two has got to play better. Right. That's That's the simple fact of it. He won yesterday, though, so, you know, I give him credit for that. But he yes. won because the defense came through at the end of the game, which is great. Right. Team win. But I want, to see them, I want to see them win with Tua taking the reins and doing his job and, and looking as poised as the kid on the other side of the field looked. Exactly, right. I mean, listen, you know, the numbers that you just threw out um, – you know, what you're saying is Mac Jones was pressured more and and in the process much more successful in, he, he in, faced in those the pressure situations. Better. Yes, yes. And, and that's what you don't want to see. I mean, at some point, you know, Tua's got to win those battles and he's got to make plays even when he is getting pressured. You know, I mean, because as you mentioned, Mike, this is the NFL and – the other team's defending you. So you're not going to be able to sit there and throw out of a perfect pocket every time. I mean, you're going to get pressured. You're going to have to make plays out of those pressures. Not every time, but you're going to have to do it on occasion. Now, Mac Jones, as I watched him yesterday, under pressure, he kept. it was very frustrating because he kept completing balls down the field and it was extending their drives. And we cannot expect our defense to be out there as much as they were yesterday. I mean, the time of possession that you mentioned earlier, there was a difference of like a whole quarter. It was like Mm -hmm. 13 minutes, correct? It was close close to 13 or 14 minutes. Yep, 23-17 and 36-43. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't – when your defense is out there that much, you know, eventually it's going to have an effect. Now – I mentioned that New England's offense are not world beaters. We went against a rookie quarterback. We're going to play better offenses as the season progresses, and our defense always seems to step up against them. But the offense has to help us out. These three and outs are a problem. You have to at least be on the field and put a couple of first downs together. I mean, and Mike, it's not only the three and outs. It's the fact that our three and outs were about a minute long. You know, they seem like, holy crap, we're off the field already. You know, the three plays were ran within a minute, oh. right? Didn't it seem that way? They had four receivers over 40 yards. They had uh, Harris run for 100 yards, you know. Yes. And yes. that's what's going to happen when the other team is holding the ball. Right. I mean, you know, so, you know, and and again, I think we're being subjective here. I mean, I was, and I and from what I from what I heard out of you was we're being subjective in regard in regard to Tua. Um, his game has to get better. We're gonna play better football teams. He's gonna have to 
He's going to have to be up to it in order for us to be a successful team this year. Uh, this was a big road win. Anytime you went on the road, uh, fantastic. That was his first road game in front of fans. Exa- and Mike, I'll tell you another thing. You know, in, in regard to that, he seemed very poised in that. It didn't he affect did. him. I don't in, think it bothered in, him, right. In, in that aspect of his game, it was great. Um, he didn't seem affected by that at all. What he was affected by was their defense and what they were throwing at him at times. And, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, this is still something that, you know, we have to go forward with with him. And hopefully every week, early on at least, we're doing enough to, you know, to, to come out of there with wins and and that's the bottom line when it's all said and done. But we have to see improvement. There's no question from him and the offensive line and the offense as a whole. They have to help our defense out. You know, on one half of my head, Lewis, I'm saying, you know, it's New England's defense and Belichick always confuses the young quarterbacks. He just does. Right. And on the other hand, I'm saying, well, you know what? He's going against this defense every day in practice. That's true. He right. should be better at it. Agreed. Agreed. So I don't know what to think. Right. It, well, it, it, the bottom line, Mike, is the bottom line, right? Yeah. Yep. When, when it's all said and done, me and you can go back and forth. Um, I think we're on the same page here. You know, sometimes we go back and forth, but I think we're both on the same page. But when you talk to people and you can go back and forth with a million different factors well it's 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 in new england it's on the road it's belichick yeah but as you just mentioned he plays against a better defense every day in practice you know they 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 when they were scripted he was successful right yep. they, against this defense same defense yep. it seemed like the scripted drives they went up the field at the beginning of the first half, the beginning of the second half, and they looked like world beaters. But in between, there was nothing. And, you know, you can't have you can't have it. You know, you have to have somewhere in between. You can't have your defense on the field the whole second and third and into the fourth quarter of games. You can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Because in the end, against better offenses, they're going to eventually break. And, you know, so it has to be – they have to become – closer in regard in regard to being equal right uh you know the defense seems like they're they're doing a much better job at this point of winning football games for us so you know it has to become a more equal thing in order for us to be a legitimate playoff team as far as i'm concerned and hopefully we get there you know, uh, look, if you're looking at yesterday's game objectively you know uh, new england won the game everywhere but on the scoreboard yeah, exactly. You know, all the numbers that you threw out, and that's that's a that's a great point. Because if you look at the game on paper, you're like, how the hell did we win this football game? Right. You know, well, we won the football game because we were able to finish two drives. That's the first thing. Yep. So we gotta give the offense credit for that. And and the, and the field goal. And and the field goal before the half. We were able to drive and get the field goal before the half. Um, you know, I'll give the offensive coordinators, a, a, you know, a nice grade this week because I felt that those scripted drives were extremely good. Now, I don't know what happened in between. I don't know if they were allowing Tua to, to drop back and, and try to read the defenses, and, but there was a major problem in between. Um, when you don't pick up any first downs on three or four drives in the middle of a game, it's a problem. 
Um, and then the other, you're turning the ball over to the other team and they're holding on to the ball for seven minutes at a time and, you know, so on and so forth. You know, it breaks your, it, it, it definitely hurts your defense. Sure. So as you mentioned, you look at the numbers, you see the differential in time of possession, in yardage on offense. Um, you know, there was just so many different factors that swayed New England's way, and somehow we came up with the uh, win. And the difference was the turnovers, as far as I'm concerned, in the football game. Um, so that's the bottom line. The turnovers line. And, and scoring in the red zone. And scoring in the red zone, exactly. We did what we had to do. Flores had this team very well prepared. They went out there. There were a couple penalties that I didn't agree with. You mentioned two of them. I think we only had five over the course of the game. Um, and another one, Mike, was really difficult. I mean, my goodness, with the, the one where uh, Bissett came on the field and we were trying to – do whatever it was to to burn the clock. Uh, I don't remember what offensive lineman it was that eventually moved. You know, we had a false start on that. That yeah, was tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was. <laughs> it was like a minute long. I mean, that, that to where they were trying yeah. to keep these guys, and he kept going back to the line of scrimmage, and you know, getting New England to either jump offside, whatever the case Sometimes may be. Sometimes those backfire. So, I mean, if you look at this team as a whole, and you take away. You know, the the personal foul penalty, the other one that you mentioned, and the one I'm talking about now, we had two penalties the whole day. I mean, that that's that's incredibly disciplined. And this is what I'm talking about as far as the, you know, Flores having this team so well prepared. Um, they, they just did an outstanding job yesterday. They were ready for the crowd. They were ready for everything that was thrown at them yesterday. And, uh, you know, I give them all the credit in the world. There were times on the defensive side to where I didn't agree with some of the play calling. I mean, New England's only touchdown of the game. I had no idea what they were doing in his own defense at the six-yard line. It made no sense to me. I mean, it, they, he just made the job so easy for that, you know, for that young quarterback. I mean, play guys man-to-man across the board and have the safety roam and let him force a pass in there, you know, to where it maybe gets deflected. I mean, that was just too easy. So I don't know what their thought process was on that play, but – I just think they were mixing it up, Lewis. You know, yeah. they, they played a lot of man yesterday, you know, so. Well, and I agree with that. You know, with our corners, Mike, you know, even with Coleman and Needham in the game, yep. I trust in them, you know, in to defend 10, 15 yards of real estate there. Well, I, th- I think the problem is, you know, if, if they know you're playing man, they run the crossing routes and that type of thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I just didn't. It was just too easy, you know, as far as I'm coming. I mean, Myers catches the ball, and I mean, he walks into the end zone, and you have Van Ginkle out there in a zone. Um, you know, I just didn't agree with that. But overall, I thought that the you know the coaching staff did a really good job. Um, you know, they did mix it up quite a bit, as you mentioned. I just never agree with the zone defense down by the goal line. I yeah, just don't I, like I, it. I can understand that, but but it is what it is. I listen. They're 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 NFL coaches, so. You know, maybe they they saw something that that I didn't. You know, but you know, it's my well, opinion. I'm not an NFL. They were coach, successful but... three quarters of the time in the red zone on defense. Yep, absolutely. Oh, they... so that's that's the way you got to look at it. They did an exceptional job. You know, they came up with the turnovers and uh, the stops, and uh, that was the difference in the football game, as you mentioned. 
You know, yeah. we were able to get in and they weren't. Yep. So, um, now next week against Buffalo. Right. Uh, I don't know if we'll be as fortunate. We're going to have to play better, uh, both on offense and defense. We gave up a hundred yards on the ground and I know they had the ball a long time, but you never want to do that. No. Well, okay. You know, take away first play of the game, Mike, uh-huh. first play of the game. He goes for 35 yards. So, you know, you subtract yeah, so that. He has, right, so he had 65 the rest of the game. He had 65 yeah. Yeah, on 22 it. carries the rest of the game. So what do you average, about three yards a carry? That's not horrible. And throw in the fact that we lost Raquan Davis, what, in the first quarter? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that, you know, that's, that's, a, that's our nose tackle, yep. you know, right in the middle of the field there. So, you know, you factor that in, and I was a little bit concerned when he went out of the game as early as he did. I'm like, oh, boy, we're going to have to have, a, you know, some of these other defensive tackles on the field the rest of the game because we only have so many on our roster, you know. And yep. I, I felt that you subtract that 35-yard run right off Jump Street out of the, out of the equation, and overall, you know, you, you – they average three yards a carry. I'll take that. You know, I, I was more concerned with with the rookie quarterback, you know, just kind of like just eating us up here and there, you know. And, um, you know, we didn't put him on the ground once. I mean, we did pressure him, but we got to get to him, you know. You got to finish the job at times, you know. Um, yep. You know, I mean, I watched some football games yesterday. Aaron Rodgers was just getting, I mean, destroyed. Ryan Tannehill was getting destroyed. I mean, some of these guys, Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington lasted about eight plays in the end of the game. And I think he got hit out of the eight time, eight plays he was in the game. He got nailed like two or three times and he got knocked out of the game. So that's what we want. You know, we want pressures, but we want sacks. We want, we, we have to finish the job. And yesterday um, we didn't do it. You know, we've got. You know what, Lewis? It, we we went up to New England and we won, and uh, that's week one. That was our job: go up to yep. New England and win. Yep. And they did. So I mean, you know, look, I want to see Tua play better because I want Tua to succeed, and uh, that's the same with all the guys. You know, I, I want uh, Hunt to play better. I want Kinley to play better. I want the center to play better. You know, Dieter, um, and all these guys are young and they're going to get better. Yes. So that's the encouraging thing. Yeah, we have to get better play out of uh, Phillips as well. I mean, he was brought in to be a pass rusher, and he yes. was he was non-existent yesterday from what I could see. I mean, Ogbob made his presence known on the opposite side. Well, and, he, had, he had one pressure and, tr- and 20 rushes, which is, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know what, Mike? I saw him a little bit more in regard to making – I don't know how many tackles he actually had yesterday, but he seemed to be at least around the football. You know, Phil- I Phillips, mean, we're talking about no, 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 not Phillips. I'm talking about Agba. I think he had a oh, pass. I thought Agba too. had a good game. Yeah, I thought he had a very solid game. I'm talking about. Oh, you were talking about um, Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, one one pressure and tw- and twenty rushes. In twenty rushes, not good. That's not a very good percentage there. Um, we want sacks. We want Jason Taylor. Uh, you well, know, that's well, I, I I hear you, and and yes, we we want to see more. Yeah, I mean, Waddle had a great game. I mean, a rookie, this is what you want out of your first-round picks. You want him on the field. You want him being productive 
Right off Jump Street. You know, Igbenogany, I don't think, was even active yesterday, was it? Dave Hyde wrote, a, wrote an article about that. Did they really? Yes. He said pretty much exactly what you just said. They, you want your first-round picks to come in, and you want to see them. Yes. Yep. You know, you want to see them make a difference. You want to see them uh, provide some electricity. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, Waddle's been the only one to be able to do that. Uh, you know, right. Uh, Jackson didn't do it. Uh, Wilkins hasn't done it. And he goes on and lists all the names. You guys know who they are. Well, we've talked, Mike, me and you have talked about yep. this till we're blue in the face in yep. regard to getting these home run hitters. I mean, you know, and that's, that is the difference, right? As far as I'm concerned, yep. that's the difference between us going to the next level. Because if some of these guys at some point, and let's hope they step up, some of the you know the other number one picks. If they do, just think about where we can be because this is a really good football team right now. I mean, you know, we we go up to New England. I don't care what the circumstances are, and we win a football game against Belichick. It's a big win. Okay, so you know, again, we're not trying to under underplay that. Okay, it was a big win, but as you mentioned, these guys have to step up in order for us to get to the next level. When we play Buffalo, Austin Jackson's got to go out and block. Tua's got to d- d- throw a few he's touchdown gotta passes. He's got to make plays that win the game. I mean, he's got to make plays. You've got, you've got to face that rush, and you've got to find a way to make a play, and that's, that's it. Absolutely. And, Phillips and, you is know, uh, same thing on defense, you know, you've got to get the quarterback, especially Allen. We give him all day to throw usually. Can't do that. We're not going to win that way. No, Phillips has got to come in. He's got to make plays. That's why we, we drafted him. Yep. He's got to get after Allen. He's got to create some pressure from that opposite side. The kid that Buffalo drafted is playing it's extremely well for him. I watched him make some plays yesterday. So this is this is what we need out of our number ones. If we're going to get to the next level and become a very a, – a, 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 we're a solid football team right now, a playoff team. These guys are going to have to be the guys that take us over the top because everybody else is doing their job at this point as far as I'm concerned. You know, these guys ha- – you know, Gaskin has exceeded what we thought we would get out of him, right? The same with guys like Needham and people like that. They have played very – Eric Rowe now as a safety has played very well. McCourty who we signed as a free agent, I thought he played well yesterday. He He was around the football. I mean, now it's up to our number ones to take us to the next level. Guys like Wilkins. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I said on the page yesterday, okay, because this is exactly how I feel, and you're saying the same thing. Your big-time players need to make plays when the game is in balance. Right. Okay? And Howard did that yesterday. Yes. But he needs help. Absolutely. He's not going to be able to do it every week. Right. Right? So maybe you need to are making that great throw in a pressure situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you need uh, Phillips getting a sack when the game is on the line and maybe uh, they're trying to, you know, win with two minutes to go or whatever the case is. Right. But, you know, you need your big-time players to make big-time plays. And so far, we're waiting to see that from these first-round picks. Right. Yep. Agreed. It doesn't matter who you point to. We're just waiting to see it. Wilkins, right. maybe a big sack in a, in a pressure situation, you know, or a great run stop, you know, at the goal line when you need it, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever. But these guys have to make plays. 
It's across the board. You're absolutely yep. right. It's across yep. the board. It, it truly is. I mean, you know, we've got – You know, think a- back, Lewis. How many times did Baumhauer make a play? Oh, God. I mean, it, it's, and, and even, you know, Mike, it's not a it, – it, it's a situation where you've got guys that – it's just the same guys over and over again. I mean, Parker – was a number one for us years ago. And he still makes plays yes. in our offense. When yes. when he's given the opportunity and he's healthy, he's a productive football player for us, okay? You know, Gasecki is another one, Mike. You know, he's got to right. be a guy that 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 takes over a football game for us from time to time. And you look at him and it's like, oh my God. I mean, he he basically won that game for us. He broke three tackles and took it inside the 10-yard line and we kicked the field goal to win the game. These are guys that have to step up. I mean, these are the guys we're depending on, and these are guys that were high draft picks, and they all have to start making plays across the board, like you mentioned. You know, it's not just Tua. It's it's these other guys as well. Um, you know, if not, then we're going to be what we are right now. Right. You know, and that's right. not going to be good enough. Right. I agree. So. Um but again, you know, we went into New England and we won a football game. And I don't want to um, lose sight of that. So I want to be positive. I really do. But I'm concerned. Yes, we're positive. We're excited. I, you know, listen, we're at home next week. You know, we saw how Pittsburgh beat Buffalo. Okay. Um, I watched that whole game yesterday. And Pittsburgh's defense is, I'll tell you what, I mean, they've got some great players. They're tough. That, the difference they have, Mike, from what I can see from from us to them, is that they get to the quarterback. We yep. pressure the quarterback. They get to the quarterback. Right. We have to do that. I think they sacked Allen or they were around him. They were around him quite a bit, and they put him down a few times as well. And they were able to stop Buffalo in the red zone on a, on a few different occasions, which was key as well. And their offense just couldn't get anything going. It was very similar to it, it almost it reminded me of a dolphin game, right? To where the defense is keeping us around, keeping us in around. Then they had the big block yesterday and uh, you know, a blocked punt. They ran it in for a touchdown. And Pittsburgh's formula uh, to beat them, I mean, if you look at Pittsburgh as a whole and you look at us as a whole, there's not that much of a difference as to how they are and how we are. They have very good receivers on the outside. We have very good receivers on the outside. Um, so we can play them as long as our offense does their job. They come up and may make plays and they don't go three and out. Because if you give Josh Allen the football over and over again, at some point – they're, they're going to score points. So with all that being said, we got a shot at beating them. We just have to be up to the task next week. I have confidence in them, you know, so it's, that's a positive, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're talking about being positive and I want to end the show on a positive note. I don't want people to think that, you know, we're just a little bit concerned because we, you know, we're, we're seeing things that, um, and it is week one. Um, you know, the team was prepared. They did everything right. We just have to get our, our big playmakers to make big plays, right? Or the guys that we're expecting to do that. And um, hopefully next week we have it. 
the return of that receiver on the outside, Mike, is going to Fuller is going to be a big, big plus for us. I mean, it's another threat. It's an unknown for Buffalo. They're like, okay, we don't know what we're going to get out of this guy. We know the player he is. Well, yeah, mean, they, it, they have film on him from Houston, but they don't know how we're going to use him. Exactly. It, it's going to be a nice thing to see. I mean, Buffalo's going to have a very, very hard time defending us, I think, with all those guys on the field at the same time. God, I hope so, because Woo. we have trouble defending them. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. We're t- giving them a taste of their own medicine next we got to have a shootout. Got to win a shootout. And, you know, that means people need to step up. Yep. I match our defense up with theirs. I think ours is a better defense overall. I truly do. Do you? Yep, I do. Yeah. They're good, but we're better. You know, it's on the other side of the football that you got to be concerned with. So let's see. I'm concerned with both sides because we let Josh Allen run all over us when we play him. So. Yeah, I know. That's a problem. Yeah. So, so I, I want to see the defense step up, and I think they need to step up. They need yep. to play better as well. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, look, if we want to be a playoff team, we've got to do things that playoff teams do, and that's win big games. So, Like we did this week. Like we did this week, but you got to do it consistently. That's what playoff teams do. Yep. So, all right, Lewis, uh, we'll be back Wednesday to preview those Buffalo Bills. And uh, until then, uh, thanks for joining me and thanks for listening, everybody. And fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.